are you doing this week? No, I'm not doing too well, Eric. I don't want to talk. It was a rough week for the commissioner. Um, I don't want to talk about it. Dive into. We're going to talk about week quite three. A let's go right into the week three preview. Who do we have up this week? What are the matchups? We're giving our picks, and the podcast is over. All right, here we go. Uh, but yeah, excited to get going here. Week three. Of, Can of I just say one thing? One thing before we get going, you know, I think that we always have a clash with the co-hosts at least once a year, and historically, whenever uh, I win, because actually since the invention of the podcast, you have never beat me in fantasy. I just checked. You are zero and two against me. Um, so you're, you're breaking uh, those invisible boundaries. Good for you. But usually we start off after a, a commission victory with Seinfeld music. But unfortunately, since my team let me down this week, we're back to the same old, same old. And uh, with the, we'll actually play again this year with the way I, the schedule um, worked out. So we'll get the we'll, there'll be a clash of the cause. Part two. two this oh, year. Part two. Oh, that's what they say. Oh. So who knows? Maybe we'll get some Seinfeld music uh, later on. And uh, we got a special guest joining us today. We got Joe. Joe, what's going on, man? How you feeling? Guys, just, uh, you know, going through the fantasy football season. My team's not very good this year. So, uh, yeah. Well, let's dive right into that fact. Let's just dive right into me, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> tell me how you're feeling about your team, the league in general. Too, it's, you know, very early on in the season, small sample size. But how you feeling? Uh, what, what's going through your mind right now? I just got to hope uh, quarterback play gets a little bit better. I mean, like I have a bunch of them, so I just got to hope like a couple of them step it up a little bit and hope Saquon Barkley actually decides to do something and the Giants can maybe figure it out a little bit. Yeah, Joe. Kenny uh, oh. Galladay have not been very good. Yeah, Joe, I, I took an executive deep dive on your team uh, over the weekend. I was really – I took a couple hours on my Sunday uh, right before the Sunday night game and took a quick hard look, and I came to the conclusion that your team sucks dick. <laughs> You know, it kind of does. Um, don't think it's the worst team in the league, which you guys will find out later, but it's not very good right now. Did you see that? Uh, I don't know if you – did you see any of the highlights of Big Ben playing this past weekend? Because, God damn, he should retire. Oh, my he Lord. Was good. So, he was good. Yeah, he got uh, – it was like in the fourth quarter, and uh, he threw a pass, and it looked like he – and, like the, you know, pass went whatever, and then the camera went back to him. And he was literally face down planted in the grass, like not even moving. You know, reminded me when I was in fifth grade, that happened to me. My one year I played football, some kid fucking uh, clipped me in the back and, you know, whatever. I cried. It's, I got over it. But what was um, hilarious, though, is that they showed the replay of Big Ben getting hit, and he literally just got, like, barely touched and just went flying down to the ground. So we'll see how much uh, his arm has left behind him. I don't know what kind of, oh. Honestly, I think, like, watching Big Ben throw the ball, I think you could throw the ball farther than him right now. Dude, I got a pretty mean spiral. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Well, you'll have to break it out after the one-on-one matchup in December. Before. I, I might be like, too tired after that. <laughs> I saw Big Ben had, like, a quote. It was, like, one of the practices the last couple days saying, like, it hurts when I throw, but I'm going to do everything I can to play on Sunday or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, it's always it's a good like, sign when you admit that the, you, the only thing that you're supposed to do physically hurts when you do it. You know? That's always a good sign. Connor, I got a question for you, actually. Really I, sure. uh, let's move on. Let's keep going. You were uh, – you know, um, you were bitching about, you know, a quarterback drafting after the draft, you know, saying some people took too many, a lot of quarterbacks. Joe, I think Joe took five. What do you, what do you have to say to him now as he steps away from his chair? Oh, now that he's not here, suck my dick, yes, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I still think that, uh, like the, I mean, the, so this is the thing though, right? 
uh, I was bitching about the, the, the bogarting of quarterbacks in the draft. And I think that it would have definitely benefited Joe if he had picked good quarterbacks. Yeah, that definitely would have been more. That would have helped. Yeah, he would have actually like do something, you know, not like get like everybody who's averaging. Like, I think my starting quarterbacks are averaging like nine points per game. Like the guys that I start, which is like, I'm just watching that and I'm just like, I hate fantasy football. <laughs> hey, that's an upcoming segment. The interesting though, I, I will I will say really, it's kind of interesting. It seems like uh, it's an, it's a cool strat to just have a lot of quarterbacks and you actually kind of get to pick games. You know, you're like, okay, who's gonna have a good matchup? You know, and and I feel like when you choose which quarterback to play, it's almost about who has like the better team, right? Because if you have a good, you have to take into account way more uh, variables when it comes to quarterback play. But see, the thing with you, Joe, is that all your quarterbacks suck. So yeah, basically, it's I'm not just sure like, how you're gonna pick. I know, like I just gotta pick between like four shitty quarterbacks, so I gotta pick two of them. So I'm just gonna roll the dice and go with it. Speaking of sucks, we have a new segment we want to debut. It's called a uh, new segment the alert Larson segment. Just kidding. It's called. Add that to the counter. Though. Let me just go add it's that called, to the counter. It's called Why Fantasy Football Sucks. <laughs> yep. Connor, I'm going to let you explain this one. Uh, but I don't think it needs much explaining, but you're going to explain it. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, yeah, new segment alert. So, if our producing team can add the new segment sound, we get the new segment sound. That's, that's it. All right. Um, yeah, so uh, this is called Why Fantasy Football Sucks. I was thinking – I had a good story to tell about why I fucking hate fantasy football. I was thinking that Joe and Eric probably have some story too. It doesn't have to be about this league. doesn't necessarily have to be about you know last week. could be about the draft. could be about week one. Uh, but I'll just go ahead and kick it off. So I'm in a family league every year, um, as I always like to talk about on this podcast. It's the league where my uh, uncle only drafts white players, although this year he, he took non-white players. So, you know, people can change. Who broke and, the color barrier for your uncle's team? Oh, uh, let's. Oh, I have to go check. Uh, I have to check. Let me get back to you. But uh, does your yeah. uncle have Cole Beasley? I feel like that's that would also fall in line with his uh, with his beliefs. Uh, probably, to be honest, yeah. Uh, he probably a big Cole Beasley fan. He might have taken Carson Wentz this year. I have to check. Uh, yeah. Uh, not too. Yeah. Possibly some anti-vaxxers on that team. What about but, Asians? Does he have Young Wei Koo as his kicker? Uh, he might have. I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Although Young Maku, man, that guy is a nasty kicker, and the Falcons just suck so much, they're wasting his talent this year, which really sucks. But uh, anyways, in that league, uh, we had the draft uh, Labor Day, and um, we all got like onto like a teams call, or it, it wasn't a teams call though; it was some like boomer version of teams, like you, like we had to call in to something, you know. And there was like a dial tone, and you had to like conference call. It was ridiculous. Felt like I was in the '80s, and. Um, Unfortunately for everyone, because he's a great guy, my dad didn't show up. He's not a big fan of fantasy football. He's an outdoorsman. Uh, he said he was working on the uh, he was working on the deck. That's why he couldn't draft. So he auto drafted. He didn't set any of his lineup. Didn't even know his player. He he just had a player get injured. Had no clue. Um, week two, I played him. He beat me. I lost fantasy football to my own dad, who auto drafted and didn't change his lineup whatsoever. Which just goes to show you, fantasy football sucks. None of this matters, and at the end of the day, we have zero control over what these millionaires are doing. Touche. JL, you got anything uh, anything to add here? Yeah, I guess like the only thing that's like super frustrating is when you're just playing a fantasy football game and your player just gets hurt in the first quarter and gets like 0.4 points, can't really do anything, don't get hurt before the game, just right in like the first quarter and just absolutely like Fs you over. 
little bit frustrating and it makes you kind of hate fantasy football. For sure. And, and uh, I was just looking at some of the scoring leaders from week two. And there's some pretty crazy ones. I mean, look at the running backs. Tony Pollard was RB4 this week. Uh, J.D. McKissick, who I don't even know if he played much in the first week, but he scored 17.8 points on Thursday night. Uh, looking at wide receivers, or I guess wide receiver running back. I think on ESPN he's a running back. Cordero Patterson was scored 21.4 points. Uh, Rondale Moore was wide receiver 6. Uh, Henry Ruggs, wide receiver 9. Freddie Swain, wide receiver 11. Like, people... I mean, is that a plane? Argument, is someone outside right now? Are we getting this live casted from the front yard? <laughs> the pain field planes are just flying right over right over Joe right now. Oh, I see. Uh, but this kind of shows, you know, on a week-to-week basis, this is the kind of random players you can get popping off for some top 10 performances. Uh, I don't know if it makes any football fun, but it can also make it suck. All right, that does it for our brand new segment. You know, I mean, so far we've debuted two new segments in, in that, or two or three new segments. I think every week we've had a new segment. Connor, do you, do you imagine the train's going to keep rolling? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we are just cranking out the content here at the Questionable for Sunday podcast. We're just a, a content machine. Um, in fact, I heard through the grapevine uh, that we may or may not have been contacted by Barstool for a buyout. So nice. we'll have to see how that evolves. Uh, but I'm definitely taking the money and running. Uh, speaking of new segments, contributions, if anyone wants to, you know, last year we had some some great segments. Uh, Jerry's Berries obviously was an award winner. A hitter. We, we had some not-so-great segments like Joe Knows for people just lost money. Trash. Um, but we'll take any kind of segments you guys want to contribute. Looking for contributions from the league, so... Maybe if you didn't participate last year, uh, maybe look for you to, to get involved this year. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. It could be 30 seconds. Just send us a voice message. We can play it on the podcast. Um, whatever you want. You just got something to say each week. Uh, let us know. I also want and, to add uh, that uh, we are recording now in Discord. So if you see us in the Discord and and you see all these people, like three or four people, me and Eric especially with our cameras on, feel free to crash the podcast. I'm still waiting for some audience participation. I'm, I'm, or maybe some you know, some trolls. I don't give a shit. I just think it'd be hilarious if people just popped in, uh, said a couple words, and then left. It'd be great. Sure. And then uh, we also mentioned last week about like helping Curtis out, giving him some questions or themes or anything like that, and I feel like we got nothing. Um, I think I, I like the idea of the conspiracy theory theme. I think that'd be pretty good. So, Curtis, if you want to run with that, I would say go ahead. If you had another theme in mind you thought would be better, I would say just do it. Don't look for contributions from the rest of the league because you're probably not going to get many. But if you decide on a theme, let us know, and then maybe people um, can give you questions from there is what I would say. Connor, I don't know if you have anything else to add on that. No, I think that's great advice. Um, if you ever want to be set up for failure, just... Uh, basically ask stuff from the league maybe just to be guests you know or to follow through with their commitments and then you'll definitely be disappointed so st- stick to your guns curtis forgot that earlier joe you were like the, uh the fifth person we asked to come on the pod today it might have so. been number seven honestly <laughs> yeah you're bottom of the barrel joe yeah that sucks <laughs> just like insulting me like that just like i'm just like the lower tier guest like 
I'm just the like, oh, I'm like your fifth, like the sixth option is like, oh, he can't do it. He can't do it. Oh, I guess we'll call Joe. No, no, no. First of all, you're not a lower tier guest. Okay. That's just blatantly not so true. No, you don't do anything. So I knew I could ask you, you would say yes. So it's just like, we asked some other people and I know I got Joe in my back pocket. Exactly. It's like, you know, like when we were all younger and we were bucks and alpha males, you know, we go out to the bars. It's like, yeah, you know, I could text this girl to come over to my place for some hanky panky even though she's only like a four or five, or I could go try my luck with some hotties, which of course Eric and I totally failed tonight with the hotties. So here we are with you, Joe. The three monkeys though, there's only eight or nines, right? Oh, three monkeys. No, you're on the wrong way. The only twos or threes. I think at three monks, man, that's a tough one. Uh, by the way, just shout out to my boy, uh, Robert Long, uh, Vancouver homie in the house. Uh, he's in Australia and he actually found another bar called three monkeys in Sydney. So obviously the sister site, um, World famous three monkeys. It's got, I mean, they're traveling now. It's crazy. Some good. That's, that's great to hear. Uh, let's dive into week two here. Let's review everything that went on in week two and then, uh, jump into what's been going on now to start week three here. Looking at the scoreboard, we had Tristan with the upset victory over Hovey. Um, the come from behind victory on Monday night, uh, led by TJ Hawkinson. He wins 155.2 to 149.1. Uh, Jerry ekes out a victory over Chris by 1.3 points, 140.3 to 139. It looks like Jared Goff was going to get it done for Chris there on the Monday night. Um, a couple late second-half turnovers uh, ended up being enough for Jerry to hold on. Another close matchup, we had our guest here, Joe. He holds on against AMAC in our lowest-scoring contest, 104.8 to 99.4. Ben takes down Curtis, our game of the week matchup we uh, minted last week. Uh, is a pretty easy victory for Ben, 149.2 to 116.6. Uh, I think I said last week that Spencer was going to be the highest scoring team, but it was his opponent, Jordan, who was the highest scoring team this week. 187.7 to 142.6. Good week. And Clash of the Co-Hosts version 1. Go see yours truly. Still waiting on that Venmo, ten dollars, one thirty-six point nine. I forgot about that. I'll do it right now. <laughs> it's a one hundred eight point seven. Joe, while Connor sends me that ten dollars Venmo, uh, what jumps out to you from week two here? Any surprises? Uh, what jumps out to you from the scoreboard? Uh, really, just Jordan's team had a really good week. I thought Spencer was going to win that game, and then Jordan's team just went off. Um, Spencer's team actually wasn't bad either, but uh, yeah, Jordan's team just absolutely went crazy and beat spencer so uh that was a really good win um but yeah nothing else really jumps out oh and it was also kind of surprising uh uh tristan's kind of come back against hobie on monday night um that was kind of a surprise yeah look i mean spencer 142.6 points that was higher than three winners so it was still a good week for him but yeah monster from jordan taylor heineke the wait for wire pickup started him off strong on thursday 20 points Cooper Cup and Aaron Jones both go over 30. Both his quarterbacks over 20 points. He had Jalen Hurts as well, Patriots D19. Um, it was not a great week for Montgomery and Robinson, but when you get 30 out of Cup and Aaron Jones, almost 40 at Aaron Jones, doesn't really matter. Uh, Connor, what any from week two, anything that surprised you? It stood out. Let's go uh, we're on to Cincinnati. Yeah, and I mean, you mentioned Tristan too, Joe. I didn't think Tristan was going to win uh, in many games with only one quarterback. 
Um, but he managed to get it done against Hope. Yeah, shout out, shout out Tristan. He wasn't too uh, happy that I called him out for taking the uh, Washington football team's defense uh, for me in the draft, which actually they turns out they suck. So thank you for dropping on that grenade, Tristan. I appreciate it. Uh, but just quick shout out to my boy uh, T. Riston getting that dub this week. Yeah, for him is uh, you know, McCaffrey, obviously, the every week, just, uh, 22 points there, but uh, Tyler Lockett with another long touchdown. He finishes at 27.8. Can we talk about that Seahawks game, though, for, like, very briefly? I know it's not fantasy-related, but how the hell did they lose that? That was brutal. The run know. defense yeah. sucks. <laughs> just Derrick Henry yeah. just uh, just taking advantage of people. Gosh, that was rough. Yeah, definitely. I feel like, yeah, in the second half, it felt like the game was, like, totally in their, in their control. They had it in their hands, and then, uh, yeah, totally fumbled that one. So that was a rough, rough. Uh, loss for the Hawks. Um, let's let's dive in now a little bit to the start of week three here. Um, I gotta say the waiver wire has been pretty interesting these first two weeks. I feel like with the addition of the super flex, it adds a you know whole new dimension. Obviously, not to just everyone's lineups, but to the waiver wire as well, because uh, things have been pretty interesting. Um, I feel like there's been a ton of bids these first two weeks, and uh, some pretty big spending already early on. Um, but let's jump into it's a week three here. Our um, the big bid this week went to Ben Davis Mills for one hundred and four dollars. Uh, can't say I'm surprised to see Ben kind of go big on Mills just because he owned Tyron Taylor, who had who was incredible until he got hurt. Yeah, he, he was first one and a half games. But uh, you know Ben gets another. He needs a quarterback obviously because he also has Carson Wentz, so his status is kind of up in the air. So, but he gets the starter. Um, Tyra Taylor went on IR today, so he's out at least three weeks, I think. Sounds like maybe four. Um, so he gets the starting quarterback to kind of help him now until Tyrod gets back. Quick fun fact, and I know that you already know this, Eric, because I texted you, but uh, Davis Mills was actually drafted uh, in our, our auction draft by yours truly. Because um, I figured, you know, toward somewhere uh, about like an uh, you know somewhere in the draft i realized that getting quarterbacks is a good thing you know since i didn't have the previous experience i had to learn on the job some on the job training and uh, i was thinking to myself well you know i did some little online research you know who's the uh, most likely backup to get some playing time and i had some options and he was available so i just kind of took him and up dropping him didn't even think too much of it uh, you ended up picking him up as well earlier this year then you dropped him now all of a sudden uh third time's a charm he goes for 104 dollars i mean i feel like he was like you know teasing you and me and now he goes over and hangs out with ben this whole time um just goes to show you you know fancy football sucks sucks dick yeah i only owned him for about 10 minutes too because i i uh that same well, that's, everyone knows that's all him. you need so <laughs> exactly uh but davis mills had six bids on him kj osborne was our next highest $33 goes to Hovey. Six bids on him as well. Uh, Connor with the one bid on Braxton Berrios for $32. Connor also had another receiver, Quintez Cephas for the Lions, $26. That was five bids. Uh, I picked up Jacob Eason for $14. Um, Connor, you got Panthers defense, right? Not That's me, right, yeah. So uh, I bid at nine, you bid eight. I got you by a dollar, yeah. and the next bid was like zero dollars. <laughs> like we would just compete with ourselves, I guess. I think since Curtis picked up Saints D for nine dollars last week, I feel like maybe that's what influenced your bid this week. I just went one dollar below it. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I picked up Ravens D for four dollars. Um, 
yeah, there's a couple other picks up pickups. Cedric Wilson, I think, went to Spencer. Oh um, yeah, you're right. Two dollars uh, for five dollars. It looks like five dollars or four, yeah, five dollars yep, yep. for Spencer. And then Daryl Williams. I bid on him, mm-hmm. and Daryl Williams goes to the Curtis for a dollar, and uh, Jerry got the Raiders D. So quite a few pickups, some big ones. Um, anything surprise you guys? I'll start with you, Joe. Anything surprise you on the waivers here? No, nothing that really surprised me. Um, Davis Mills makes sense to Ben because he didn't have any quarterbacks because Wentz is out and uh, Tyrod Taylor's out. So we kind of like had to bid to get him and he didn't end up bidding like too much over what he needed to. Um, so it's like a good pickup. And then Easton, I think, is like a good pickup too. Um, we don't really know if he's going to play more than a week, but he was like a high-ish draft pick, so they're going to give him a chance. And if he plays good, he could maybe take over that job because I don't think they're 100% sold on Carson Wentz there. Um, so it's a good gamble, especially for $14 for a week if he plays. Yeah, looking at the Mills bits, just once again here, uh, I bid or I bid 42 That was third place. Uh, Tristan bid 80 Um Speaking, of, I mean, Tristan is still with only one starting quarterback. He has Baker Mayfield and Trey Lance. Uh, Connor, are you surprised to see maybe that he didn't uh, kind of just go all in on Davis Mills and get our starter for four weeks here? Uh, I mean, it's tough with T. Riston, you know. It's tough to know what that guy's thinking, you know. The guy's an enigma. Uh, I mean, maybe it, it would have been a good decision. I think that uh, $80, though, personally, for Davis Mills, an unproven, like, third-round rookie, uh, who's playing for the Houston Texans, who people, obviously they're having a good start to the year, but everyone before the year was just saying how much they were going to suck. You know, 80 is a lot as it is. 104 is definitely a lot, you know. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, scared money don't make money. Uh, and I guess, you know, Ben's able to get the guy that he wanted. But it's just crazy to me how uh, we have backup quarterbacks going for $104 on, uh, you know, free agent. Uh, offers like that's crazy to me. this would have never happened last year and i think it, it, it definitely makes the league more fun like as i've always said i'm pro superflex but i'm just learning on the job like because i didn't have that previous experience as some of the league members did uh who were able who just came in as a as grizzled veterans and here am i you know just you know a green rookie a virgin one might say um and it's just kind of crazy to me but I'm, I'm really enjoying it uh it's i'll be i wonder how much the next quarterback's gonna go for Seems like it's just going up. And uh, Connor, you were active on waivers this week. Three wide receivers. I didn't mention. You also picked up Donovan, Donovan Peoples Jones for the Browns for eight bucks. Um, so three receivers for you. Uh, but what was your? Do you have a favorite waiver wire pickup this week? Uh, honestly, uh, I think my favorite's going to be Quintez Cephas. Uh, you, you take a look at some of the guys who are on waiver wire. First of all, I had to pick up someone because my team. <laughs> is almost in Joe territory and it's, it's struggling and uh, I'm struggling to find starters. Like I have a lot of like keeper guys or long-term guys, but like, holy shit. Some of the guys I thought were going to be good starters are not um, LaVisca Calloway looking at you guys. Um, but I think that you take a look at the guys who went this week, right? KJ Osborne, obviously had two great weeks, but t- keep in mind, right? He's next to two great wide receiver on the Vikings. So the question is, can he keep up the production? Braxton Berrios, obviously he's with just, uh, uh, Zach Wilson, who didn't play that well against the Patriots. And everyone's saying he's going to lose targets when Jamison Crowder gets back, yada, yada, yada. So, okay, maybe he's not that great of a pick. Quintus Cephas, though. Everyone was saying, okay, well, Tyrell Williams is going to come back from his concussion, so Quintus Cephas is going to lose targets. But honestly, I don't know about that. Like, Tyrell Williams is not that great. I mean, he's like a, 
you know, a wide receiver three on a good team. And if he's already kind of injured, well, then they got to throw the ball to someone. And from what I've seen from the Lions so far is that they're always going to play behind. And so it looks like they're going to dump the ball off to the running backs a lot. They might have some options with Quintus Cephas. So I think it was a, a decent pickup. I'm, I just I, I knew I had to get one of those, like, at least two of those three guys. So yeah. I uh, definitely bit a lot. Um, Don Peoples-Jones, I'm not sure how I feel about that just yet. I just know that uh, Landry went on IR, I think. So there's going to be some opportunity there. Figure yeah. out grab him early. But eight bucks might have been a lot. Yeah, and uh, Tyra Williams is doubtful again this week. He has a concussion, so he's probably out again this week. So more opportunities for Cephas. It seems like he already has an early connection with Goff. Right. So I could see why you, you went to pick up. My favorite pickup was actually post waivers by Connor. Got to your horn here. He picked up Jacoby Brissett for nothing. Um, this was obviously this was before the news of Tua being out was put out, but not not long before. But you're able to get a starting quarterback for what, this week at least. Who knows how long Tua is going to be out? He has like bruised ribs or something like that. Um, but you got a at least for this week he's a starting quarterback for zero dollars. I don't I don't know if you're starting him or not, but. I'm not um, sure yet. It's going to be tough to play him over Tannehill or Winston. Uh, I might yeah. play him over Winston. But, uh, yeah, you know, I, I had a source on the ground send me a very late, early morning text, and I just had to jump on it, you know? And, uh, yeah, who knows how long two is going to be out. It could be a multiple-week injury. We don't know at this point. But, um, for, obviously, for zero, it, it's not really going to hurt you. Uh, we have our special guest here, Joe. He's uh, put together some power rankings for us that uh, – Sure, will be highly debated by other guests that come on the podcast. But um, Joe, the, the floor is yours to give us your your team rankings here. All right. Well, I kind of did it in tiers. Um, do you guys want to start at the top or at the bottom? What kind of guy are you, Connor? Are you a, are you a bottom or a top? Oh, I, I'm definitely a bottom, but I'm I am a but but I'm a power bottom because I generate most of the power. So maybe right. yeah. Does that play a role, Joe? All right. We'll do we'll do the bottom first. So, uh, <laughs> I got the three worst teams are Amat, Connor, and Tristan. You fucker. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, Over your team? Uh, yeah, I see. Connor, thoughts, thoughts after hearing that. What are you thinking? Uh, I'm just, I'm just heated already. But let's just. What about I, the other two teams in a tier with you? Uh, the bottom. I. How do you feel like your fellow bottoms, Amat and Tristan? I mean, Joe, keep Shout going. Out Joe, let me hear what you got to say. All right. So I just don't think I think you guys have some issues going forward. I think Tristan you have issues, most... bitch. I know, right? Sorry. I'm pretty close to this tier, honestly. I couldn't put myself on the bottom tier, but I'm at the worst of the next tier. Um, but yeah, I think Tristan has issues just because he only has one quarterback and needs to figure something out there to get another quarterback who's like a consistent starter. Just because of that, like disadvantage, he's probably giving up like ten to twelve points a week. Um, there, such as like kind of a huge disadvantage just to start many weeks, and then uh, yeah, I just Amac and you, Connor. I just don't think your guys' teams are very good and don't have that much potential. Really, what's wrong with my team, Joe? It's just let me pull the roster back up. Yeah, there you I'm go. Like, yeah, I'm so tired of people trashing my team, and I ask them, but why does my team suck? And they're like, oh, uh, you know, they su they suck. You know, it's like give me some, give me some, uh, some real meat. You know, let me bite into this thing. Alvin Kamara did only four points last week. Yeah, that was brutal. I mean, yeah, but he's gonna bounce back. It's Alvin Kamara, you know. I mean, like the thing is, it's like the Saints' offense is does not look that great this year. Um, even that game against uh, Green Bay, they had a lot of short fields where they really were not getting that many yards. Um, 
receivers are a little bit weak right now too because it's like oh mike williams hit or miss braxton barrios hit or miss quintess cephas and javante williams in the flex pretty like hit or miss um yeah it's just not really like a great roster um i mean mine's not that much better but i still think at least i am a little bit better than that yeah you know Connor, just nothing about your roster really gets my juices flowing you know this not this you know, I don't wake up in the morning just thinking about your roster. Fuck your ass, Joe. All right. And One then... thing I will say, Joe, ESPN agrees with you because ESPN has me at the lowest playoff percentage at 14%. So yeah, is I... that a good thing that your analysis agrees with ESPNs? I would say it's not. All right. They're a bunch of clowns yeah. over there in Connecticut. All right. And then the middle tier teams I got, and I kind of have this in order from bottom to top of the middle tier. I have... Me, Eric, Ben, Chris, Jerry, Hobie, Curtis, in like the middle tier. Um, I'd say I'm the worst one out of those ones. And then Curtis is the best one out of like the middle tier. Um, so those are the teams that are probably, I would say, are like fighting for the last four playoff spots um, right now if I had to pick. Um, and who's in the top? Uh, the top two are Spencer and Jordan. Like, those are the best two teams. Like, I don't think it's really that close. Um Right now, I would pick, if I had to pick, I would bet on one of those two to win it, and it's not really that close. So, yeah, and then they matched up last week. So, obviously, maybe a preview, a championship preview potentially in Joe's mind that happened there in week two. Uh, Jordan, you know, I feel like he took, he's taking a lot of shit um, for his previous finishes in the league the last couple of years. Uh, I, I mean, it would, Next time we have Jordan on, we'll just have to ask him. You know what? What was what was different this year? What uh? What went into his preparation? Maybe in the draft or um, during the draft? During the draft, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Con- Connor, any thoughts now? Uh, hearing the tears above you, uh, what do you think? What do you think? Um, I think that once again, my team's being underrated. I feel like Joe's just doing that to mess with me. But at the same time, I I would say, uh, if I were to break up the league, honestly, I'd probably have like. I mean, I, I see why you have three tiers. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels like a lot of teams are really close this year. Uh, but I definitely agree that Spencer's team is nasty. Jordan has a great team as well. Um, I think that uh, it's just going to have to come down. Like, it's so hard for two weeks in the season to actually tell what offenses are good, what players are good, what defenses are good. Like, it, it's it's just really tough to tell right now. Um, so we'll have to see. But uh, you know what, Joe? I'm going to keep that in mind. I'm, I'm going to keep that. I'm going to lock that down in the memory bank. I'm going to remember that. Yeah, I would say uh, still super early. I feel like uh, after the draft, I don't think anyone would have thought Jordan's team would have been like in the top tier of him and Spencer. I don't think his team would have been in that conversation. It probably would have been in the middle tier. Yeah, um, and, and the other thing a lot can change. Yeah. The other thing that's weird too, so I have Curtis third, even though he's 0-2. I think he's gotten a little bit unlucky and I actually kind of like his team right now. So I think Curtis has gotten a little bit unlucky and think his team will like bounce back pretty solid. I mean, 0-2 is a little bit tough start, but I do actually like his team. Um, so we'll kind of see how his year goes the rest of the year. Yeah. Dude, how the just, fuck uh, did Jordan get Gronk for a dollar? Like, the league sucks. We all suck, I mean, guys. I don't think Gronk was that draft-wise was not like a... We all he suck. A, but I mean, he's caught touch... I mean, Brady's throwing four or five touchdowns every game. If you know, if that keeps up the whole season, then I don't think anyone's going to beat Jordan. But uh, oh, I and, forgot to mention. Oh, go ahead, Joe. Oh, and while we're on this segment that I was doing, I guess do we want to ring back Joe Nose for Week uh, Three? Just got, to throw it out. Got some I said one more thing. Oh, okay. I said one more thing. I wanted to say. Just 
I was going to mention it later, but I forgot, but just at the standings, we, after the draft, we had Hovi on. He kind of mentioned like how everyone did a, I'd say for the most part, everyone did a really good job drafting their teams. Like the difference between teams is not large. Like from the top of the league and the bottom of the league, I wouldn't say is super large. And it kind of reflects looking at the standings. And we have two, two and O teams, two O and two teams. Everybody else is one and one. And like Joe mentioned, he has Curtis kind of as one of those maybe teams contending for the championship. He's zero and two, maybe a little unlucky so far. So, um, it's still early on. We've said this a million times already, but um, but it's still early on. It's two weeks into the season. The regular season is what thirteen weeks or whatever. Yeah, so yeah, it's early on. A lot of season to play. It's still early. That's what Connor's holding on to. That's his only hope now for the rest of the season. I, I, I'm one early. and one, dude. Uh, and I'm, can I just say how thankful I am that I'm one and one? So it's awesome. <laughs> Four, regular season's fourteen weeks this year because then playoffs are oh, yeah. yeah, so we get that extra week. Yeah. But yeah, but uh, okay, yeah. The the segment that um, you know, if you're trying to lose some money, or maybe if you're trying to win money, you can just fade these picks. But uh, Joe knows is back. Yeah, figured um, apparently going to pick some NFL games for you guys. Just looked at this about like 10 minutes before the podcast and found some games that I like. Um, Love it. We're going to take Baltimore minus eight against Detroit because Detroit is awful. So going to think Baltimore is going to win that game by quite a bit. We're going to take the Raiders minus four at home against Miami. Um, Miami's got a backup quarterback, and the Raiders have actually looked really good the first two weeks, beating Baltimore and beating um, Pittsburgh. So I think the Raiders should win that game pretty easily against a backup quarterback. And the other one that I was going to take is the Cowboys minus four against Philly on Monday night. Nice. So Cowboys minus four, Raiders. Uh, what's the Raiders line? Minus four. And, and even with Brissett, uh, even that was the line after Tua got announced out is four. Yeah. And uh, Ravens minus eight. So sounds uh, like Eric's gonna bet the, that Raiders game too. So just that's a surprise it didn't drop a little lower. Maybe I mean not that Jacoby Brissett is terrible, but I mean for a backup quarterback he's pretty solid. But like you said, the Raiders have looked good so far. Uh, we we need to get to some news. Um, Connor, Connor mentioned his, you know, his people he has on the ground earlier when picking up Jacoby Brissett. He obviously was early on the Tua news. Um, he also has people on the ground at Philly. Um, there's a very important player who's near and dear to our podcast. Uh, his name is Miles Sanders. He was drafted by Joe and traded to Curtis this year. Um, we need to know how he's doing with this COVID-19 virus. So Connor, what have your people told us about um, Miles? Does he, does Miles Sanders have COVID? So actually my source is a little late uh, this week getting to me. So actually this is not completely updated news. This is a couple of days old. So we got some stale news coming, but I still trust that he's probably a good little boy and wears a mask and is vaccinated. So I'm going to say that Miles Sanders still does not have COVID. Back to you, Eric. Awesome. All right. Great news. Great to hear. Uh, Connor also mentioned, you know, spewing a bunch of nerd talk last week about some index fund he invested our league to use in. Um, he has an update for us on that. Yeah, I got an update, everyone. So as everyone remembers, I took all the money you gave me, you idiots, and I put it into a Vanguard 500 uh, index fund because I want to make money off of your mistakes. Uh, unfortunately, though, for me, I am actually down. So I bought uh, 2.91 shares 
Uh, Vanguard 500 index fund at 412.65. They are now down at 406.97. So uh, I'm currently down about $18. So once again, fuck you, Joe. <laughs> All right. And uh, last but not least, we got to close the podcast out with our week three previews and picks here. Connor has got nicknames for all the matchups here. Um, so you got to love it. Uh, looking at last week's picks, Connor was 0 and 6. What up? And me and Curtis were both 2 and 4. Which the only the only reason you guys were 2 and 4 is because you guys both chose Eric over me, which, all right. All right. Come on. I understand that. And then you guys chose Jerry over Chris, and that game was a close one. All right, so yeah. you guys were like two points away from being one in five. So don't don't think that you guys are hot shit just yet. I feel like you're at, you were on the right side with the Chris upset, just wrong result. Sure uh, that, it looked man. like it was going to work out there. It was so Chris. close. Uh, but our first matchup here, Connor versus Hobie, Ballers in Conflict. Obviously a big matchup coming in December with the one-on-one game, but a big matchup here this week. Two one-on-one teams uh, trying to, you know, separate themselves. In the playoff race here, uh, Connor, I think I know who you're going to pick here, but uh, I'll start with you. I'm taking uh, the same player in both this matchup and in the December 11th basketball matchup. I'm taking Connor, taking myself. Um, I do want to point out, though, even though this matchup's called Ballers in Conflict, that it just uh, is kind of ignoring the fact that McCory actually played college ball. Um, and as a, a former D1 athlete myself, I totally understand the commitment it takes to play uh college sports but i'm taking myself shout out amac and shout out hobie because i'm picking him up as promoter so i gotta go with hobie it's gonna be close but hobie does have has what it takes to pull off a close victory i think he's projected to beat me by 20 points so we'll see <laughs> just to throw yeah, that taking, out there i'm taking hobie too and i'm working on setting a line for that uh fuck you joe god damn it joe oh, so you're setting a line dude oh really I'm gambling on that basketball <laughs> game between you guys so can i bet on it too Sure. As long as you bet on yourself and don't just tank the game. Oh, okay. Damn. What's it, what? Uh, have you? Do you actually? Have you thought about a lineup at all yet? yet. I'll okay. Be, I'll all right. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be hilarious though. Uh. Our our next matchup here, um, me versus Jerry Connor. Name this one: the Aryan Brotherhood reunion. I don't know if you want to explain this one. Yeah, you guys look just like you know, like you're part of the Aryan Brotherhood. You guys are both like tall. You're white. You blonde hair, blue eyes. You good looking. Good looking. Good looking lads. You know. Like, they didn't invite me to the reunion, you know? But you guys got invited. They probably invited your uncle, though. <laughs> I bet he wishes he was invited. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this is also the matchup between uh, both 2-0 and teams, so uh, we will only have one undefeated team left uh, after this week. Um, Joe, I'll start with you. Who do you like in this one? Uh, I'm taking Jerry. Connor. Just because I hate you, Eric, I'm also going to take Jerry. I gotta go Jerry too. I Are you kidding me? You're such a pansy, <laughs> dude. You're taking Jerry against yourself. Oh my lord, that's. I, I feel like the ESPN projection. That is so like, embarrassing, dude. That is so embarrassing. <laughs> I mean, is this embarrassing as going 0 and 6 last week in the picks? Uh, way more embarrassing. <laughs> way worse. Sorry, I'll let you talk. Sorry, I'm just. I'll be... But the ESPN projections. <laughs> so embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> has this one like with the one and a half point projection but I, I don't know i just i feel like uh you know my team is riding high from our big win last week in the clash of the co-hosts um 
So, you know, might have to watch the hangover effect here uh, against Jerry. Uh, our next matchup, we got McCory versus Tristan, Battle of the Bottoms. As Joe mentioned, these are two of the three teams in the uh, power bottom tier. Uh, I'll make my pick first here. I'm going to go... Gosh. This is rough. Uh, I think I'm going to go... I'm going to go with... Uh, fuck it, dude. Tristan with another upset. He's only got one quarterback. Um, but... Uh, having Mac Jones as your second quarterback isn't much better than having two quarterbacks. So uh, I'm going to go with Tristan with his new team name here. I think it's supposed to be pronounced as yuck, yuck, like Goofy. He has the picture there. Um, oh, nice. Tristan, Tristan, you can give me a grade on my pronunciation there. Uh, I don't think it's guy, yuck, guy, yuck. I think it's like yuck, yuck. I didn't, I didn't say it like that. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is, though. You ever watch Goofy movie? That was a great one. I haven't watched Goofy. Hey, isn't it? Hey, hold on a sec. Isn't it weird how Goofy is like a dog, right? But then Mickey Mouse also has like a dog named Pluto. So there's like a dog that like talks, and then there's a dog that's like a dog. It's a pet, yeah. Yeah, doesn't mean like where's the consistency, Walt? He was too busy uh, making anti-Jew cartoons or something (laughs) like that, probably. Shouts out, Amac. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm taking Tristan with you. I don't even know if this is an upset. Uh, but yeah, um, taking Tristan. Joe, who do you got? I'm going to go Amac yeah. on this one. Should be pretty close, but we'll go with Amac on this week. All right, I'm is, also. Is, is it... Oh, <laughs> go ahead, go I'm on. also taking Amac. I'm going off the wheels here. Is it problematic to go to Disneyland? Oh, why? Is it problematic to go there? Because of... Walt Disney, dude, he's like an anti-Semitic. Yeah, but that was like that was like in the 30s, you know. I'm pretty sure that like they hire Jewish people. It was just cool. It was cool to be anti-Semitic in the 30s. I don't know about cool. Like, <laughs> I don't know if that's what my sources on the ground say. But you know, like you know, I'm pretty sure a lot of people had some fucked up views in the 30s, you know. You guys ever talk to your great grandparents, your grandparents? You just kind of getting on these topics. You're like, all right, let's change the subject. You know, Disneyland is canceled. Uh, oh, we should do that. We should totally. I can start tweeting that on the uh, question for Sunday Twitter account, trying to cancel Walt Disney and get everyone out there. Tag like Sean King or something like that, and be like, "Is Disneyland problematic?" <laughs> Thoughts. Let's see if we get a response. Maybe he could start a GoFundMe. We're always looking uh, for uh, uh, revenue sources exactly. here at the podcast. Uh, our next match up here, we got the former roommate shuffle, Chris versus Curtis. Uh, Connor, who who you taking this one? Last week you went with Chris. He almost did it for you, but it, he didn't get it done. Are you going to go with him again? You know, I'm going to I'm going to be honest. I think this is going to be my matchup of the week. I think this is going to be two 0-2 teams. I forgot to mention as well. I know, and I the thing is that they're both 0-2, but they're both solid teams. Um, I this is my matchup of the week. I think it's going to be a close one, and I got to give it to my boy Chris. Let's go, dude. This is the redemption year for Chris Smart. I'm I'm all I'm all behind him. Chugga chugga woo woo. Let's go, Chris. And, you know, I said Chris was going to make the playoffs this year. Not a great start for that prediction, but he's had two super close games. He played me the first week. He lost by, like, nine points. He played Jerry last week. He lost by 1.6. So two weeks, he's lost by a combined 10 points. 
Um, but if my prediction of Chris making the playoffs is to come true, I feel like he needs to win this game this week. This is the game of the week. Like you said, super close matchup. I'm going with Chris. Joe, who do you got? I mean, he can always sneak in on points at the end, but uh, I'm going Curtis this week. I think it's going to be close, but I like Curtis's team in like a close one, like less than five points. All right, in our last matchup here, we have... Second to last. Memphis. Second to last. Well, because we got a big one at the very end. Hazari Bowl. Uh, Joe, this speaking of that, last last in points is you, a little awkward. Uh, 219 points. 19.9 points. Just want to throw that out there. Um, hey, hey, don't so, hey, don't count points. All right? Not George, cool. We're counting points, Connor, though. You gotta Not that. cool, dude. I have 287. You have 230. Yeah, 230.7. Um, Get it right. And uh, I feel like two weeks in, like, usually one weekend, Jerry, the last three years, Jerry's just been the leader of points and just run with it the whole way. Uh, Jordan is our league score right now, so that's new new territory for for the league. Because uh, Jerry's won the scoring title, what, three years in a row? So maybe a new territory this year. Jordan is the league score at 336.2. Um, but um, speaking of Jordan, Hazari Bull, Ibn Ben taking on, taking on. Taking on each other this week. Are you skipping my game? I'm skipping Joe's game. Oh. Okay, we'll save the Hazari Bowl for last. Yeah, we got save Joe it for last. Yeah. Spencer. An yeah. old-fashioned, according, according to Connor. Yeah, you know, it's an old-fashioned. Uh, how, uh, Joe, how many times do you think you've played Spencer in fantasy over the years? Probably like 15 to know. 20. What do you think the yeah. record is, overall record against him? I'm probably winning. Probably winning. But is it close? Like, what do you think? Like 10 uh, 5, 8 7? Probably like. 10-5, 10-6, something like that. Okay, well, we'll have to get Spencer on to get his rebuttal, because right now, all shots we're hearing is from you. Yeah, some shots for sure. All right, Joe, who you got in this one? Uh, unfortunately, oh. oh, an old-fashioned. Pulling an Eric and taking Spencer. Really? Yeah, not surprised here. Uh, like I said last week, Spencer is going to be the highest-scoring team, and his opponent was. You guys but realize these it. predictions don't matter at all, right? They're made up. Right? I'm, I'm like, saying it again this week. <laughs> yes, it's ridiculous. Spencer's going to be the highest scoring team. Maybe I'm jinxing him. I don't know. But I'm going with Spencer. Well, shit. You know, I also got to go with Spencer. I'm sorry, Joe. Uh, you said uh, my team was bottom tier, and uh, you're wrong, and I hate you. And so right, and... <laughs> I'm going with Spencer. And uh, as mentioned before, the Hazard Bowl, our last matchup here. Ben versus Jordan. Uh, Joe, who do you got? Uh, we're going to take Jordan this week. I actually think it's going to be a relatively close game, but uh, we're going Jordan. Honor. Uh, before I make my – I'm also going to take Jordan. Um, so after I make my pick, we actually have a call-in of a voicemail from uh, Jordan himself talking about the, uh, the Hazari Bowl. So bear with us dealing with some technical issues over here. Uh, but hopefully you guys can hear this, and uh, this is what Jordan had to say. Azari Bowl 2021. This is going to be a fun one. we got good vibes going in the Chris on a Wednesday team locker room this week. We're rolling out two young stud quarterbacks. We got them at the helm. First NFL star for one of them. So, you it's know, we got uh, it's not coming in too good, there. Also got a bunch of guys coming off huge weeks last week. So, you know, we're in a great spot heading into one of the one of the big rivalry games of the year. Uh, personally, I think both these teams are going to be in the playoffs, so there's a good chance this isn't the last time we see each other this year. Now, having said that, if we're doing predictions, I'm going to say Chris on a Wednesday takes down Fool's Gold, and 
it's not it's not going to be particularly close. We're going to blow them out by 30 plus this week. So looking forward to it. Let's go, baby. I love it, dude. A 30-point blowout prediction by Jordan. Sorry if you guys couldn't hear some of that. I think it'll still come in on my end, but I don't think you guys could hear it. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I love I love the confidence. Imagine not choosing yourself to win in a matchup. I can't imagine that. And Jordan's has a 30-point prediction. So, uh, yeah, I definitely got Jordan this week. And uh, Jordan and Ben will also, just like Clash of the Coast, the Hazar Bowl will have a version two this year, week 14. They will face each other. And then potentially, like he said, he thinks they're both going to be in the playoffs. So we could get three Hazari Bowl matchups. Um because we're not going to get three Clash of the Coast because Connor's not going to be in the playoffs, according to Joe, obviously. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to go. Did we already make our picks on this? Uh, you haven't. No, I haven't. So I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with Jordan. I like the confidence. Um, uh, you know, he's he's reeling off that big performance last week, 180-something points. Um, Cooper Cup, it's, look, it's been incredible. He might lead the NFL in receiving this year. Uh, great pick. Uh, Aaron Jones finally find the end zone. I think thinks he could see him doing it again against the 49ers. Um, I'm going with going with Jordan. Clean sweep. I do think it's funny how he predicted. Uh, he said that he's going to run into his brother again in the playoffs. That's a nice ode, I will say. You know, throw him a bone. But then also just th- like throwing the hammer down to say, yeah, I'm going to win by 30. I love it. Shouts out to Jordan there for submitting some content. One and clean sweep for him uh, and that's going to do it for today's pod joe thanks for coming on any any final thoughts thanks for coming on the, joe uh, for yeah, thanks guys thanks for having me guys hopefully i won't be like the fifth option next time but uh yeah now nah, man we, we we give you that 2 a.m text to come over and you're always there i love it Connor, anything any last things to say uh yeah you know um fuck fantasy football i hate it it's the worst um, but you know, honestly, we have a couple ideas for the podcast, uh, coming up, uh, next couple weeks. Uh, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to a couple segments we got going on. I'm looking forward to finally hear about, uh, what's going on with Cur- Curtis's last place punishment. Hopefully we get a couple clips to play on the pod. Um, I gotta be honest though, guys, you know, I think that our, our viewership's down a little bit this year so far. We didn't have nearly as many downloads as we normally do for the first couple episodes. And I think part of that has to do with, uh, you know, people not, uh, you know, wanting to be on the podcast or submitting segments. So let's, uh, let's keep up the pressure. You know, I know it's early on. We're trying to get our wings under us, but fuck it. What else are we doing? You know, definitely not being parents or having real time jobs. Who's doing that? Sounds awful. Focus on the podcast. If the podcast is great, our lives are great. End of story. Make the podcast great again. Cancel Walt Disney, Disneyland. Don't go. Or you hate Jews. All right, we'll, we'll catch you next week. <laughs> it's an incredible episode of the podcast. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll wait for you guys again. Uh, talk to you later. Peace.